You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Wednesday. Uh, This week, we're looking at a story from John chapter 2 about when Jesus performed his very first miracle. Jesus, his mother Mary, and the disciples are all like at this week-long wedding celebration when something goes wrong. They run out of wine early early in the festivities, and Mary goes to Jesus immediately to let him know of the problem. And Jesus responds, verse 4 of John 2, he says, Dear woman, that's not our problem. (laughs) My time has not yet come. Now, Mary's been waiting for 30 years for Jesus to show his miraculous power. Before Jesus was born, an angel appears to her and says, You're going to be the mother of the Son of God. And she's like, That doesn't make any sense. But the angel says, Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. I wonder how many times in the past 30 years Mary had thought, well, maybe this is it. Maybe now he's going to show that he's God. Maybe when he played football as a kid, you know, he'd he'd spike the football and she she thinks this, there's going to be an earthquake when he does that. Maybe this will be it. Maybe when she found him in the temple when he was 12 years of age, you know, is this it? Maybe when her husband Joseph died, she wondered, well, well, will he step up and perform a miracle now? For 30 years, she has remembered what the angel told her, the appearance of the shepherds and the wise men. And now she comes to Jesus with this need. And it sounds like he initially says, Mom, that's not our problem. I mean, it's not my time yet. Maybe Jesus doesn't want to butt in to this situation, or perhaps he's just being modest. But it's more likely when he says, my time has not yet come, he's acknowledging that that a public miracle will set him on an early collision course with the crucifixion. Mary seems confident Jesus is going to do something. Verse five says, but his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you. Mary turns to the serving folks and says, do whatever Jesus tells you to do. Mary didn't know what Jesus would do, but she just had the faith that whatever he did, it's going to be the right thing. The text says standing nearby were six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. These are big jars. These large jars were used to wash feet when people entered the house. Then it was the Jewish custom to wash hands before eating and again between each course of the meal. Verse 7 of the text says, Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. Now, these are six stone water jars that were capable of holding 20 to 30 gallons each. And he tells them, fill them to the brim, assuming nothing else, you know, would be slipped into the punch. But these are... These are heavy. These jars probably weigh 50 pounds a piece and they're filling them with 250 pounds of water and they have to take all six jars down to the well, carry back 300 pounds and are probably wondering why in the world are we doing this? The text continues, when the jars had been filled, he said, now now dip some out and take it to the master of the ceremony. So the servants followed these instructions. These servants probably had to think, but... But what if this stinks? I mean, what if this is like some kind of Boone's Farm, Strawberry Hill stuff, and the master of ceremonies spits it out and says, I haven't had something this bad since college. But the key is, they did everything Jesus asked. Listen, if you want to see God show up in your life, you need to do what he asks, even when You don't see immediate results, even when it takes faith, even when it's hard, even when it doesn't happen right away. Think about it. Mary had waited 
for 30 years for Jesus to fulfill the prophecy given to her. Friends, the greatest piece of advice I can give you today is to follow the example of Mary. And when things go wrong, go to Jesus and do whatever he tells you to do. If that's filling heavy jars with water, do it. If that's forgiving someone who betrayed you, do it. Set yourself free. If that's getting up and going to work in a difficult situation and environment for another day, do it. If that's getting in a small group and doing life with others who will encourage, inspire you. If that's using your gift to serve as a volunteer, do it. Don't get weary in well-doing. Don't give up. Don't quit. Do whatever he tells you to do because Jesus is the one who writes a better story and he can write that better story better than you can ever imagine. Let's pray. God, today I think about those who may be in situations right now where there's an issue, there's a problem. And I just pray that we could learn to do like Mary, to put it in your hands, by faith trust you to move, and then leave the results to you. Because you're the one who always writes a better story. May we not presume God, for those who are in a season of waiting, like Mary waited 30 years for her son to do the miraculous that she'd been promised, may we wait patiently today with whatever challenges, circumstances we encounter and ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you for joining me. It's always an honor to spend a few minutes with you. Look forward to hanging out together tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 